0: because you walk on dirt and you plant in soil that's what grandpa always said Brian. And I'm Blake. we're going to talk about plants. We hope. And soil. Right. And fertilizer.
1: Someday. Flowers. Always. And whatever else we want to.
0: I suppose. So we've been in the greenhouse business. Our family has done this since 1873. So we're five generations in. We are market farmers, truck farmers, I guess you could say, and uh, grew vegetables and vegetable plants and sold them at the Bar Street Market. As far as we know, And uh, what else did we do? Grew flowers, grew vegetables. In the greenhouse. In the greenhouse. At one point, we were
1: Indiana's largest cactus growers.
0: Yep, that was back in the 19-teens, we think.
1: 19-teens. A lot of cut flowers.
0: Yep, lots of cut flowers. We had a whole range of cut flowers that we raised for use in our floral shop. Probably also in the 19-teens, I would think. And we sold those at the Bar Street Market as well. Well, we didn't. Our forefathers did. Right. So we immigrated here from Switzerland.
1: Oberdiesenbach.
0: Is where we we're originally from. I don't know, did you say that correctly? Is it Oberdiesenbach?
1: I doubt I said it correctly, but Oberdiesenbach.
0: Oberdiesenbach. or is it Oberdiefenbach? I think it's Oberdiesenbach. <laughs> I think you're right. In
1: 1855, I believe.
0: Yep. And then we made our way here to Fort Wayne where they... Uh, Bought a piece of land off of North Clinton Street, and uh, that's where they built the greenhouses. Now, whether there was greenhouses there before they bought the property or not, I don't know. But there's definitely farm fields there. And we raised asparagus and cucumbers. and Well, we we did pansies because we actually have the books from some of the first years. And I know that they bought pansy seed, and then they sold pansies. Correct. According to the books. So we were growing flowers way back when.
1: Yep. Before
0: it was cool. We grow lots of plants. We
1: grow a lot of plants,
0: and we also uh, have a florist shop
1: and a flower shop with designers on staff ready to make everything beautiful for
0: you. <laughs> so, and we do still grow cut flowers, or we try to at least. So we're a full service greenhouse and a flower shop and yeah. garden center. Right. Yep. We grow a lot of our own product. Right. And uh, you know, annuals or perennials, the tropical house plants, right, fresh right, right. flowers, right, hanging baskets. Patio pots, all the all the cool greenhouse stuff we do. We carry pots and wonderful potting soil. We try to grow the nicest stuff that's uh, that's out there, and we we work really hard on on getting the prettiest and kind of the most unusual plants that we can too. For in the spring and for house plants, we work really hard at that. Well, we were voted Fort Wayne's best garden center for 2020
1: that's right i forgot about yeah so that was that was reader's choice
0: reader's choice yes we're reader's choice Garden Choice garden
1: center for 2020
0: which was pretty cool
1: so we were on north
0: clinton street
1: for 142 years
0: yeah and then in 2015 we moved to a new location on lake avenue
1: which is 5867
0: yeah and uh between maple crest and reed road across from the city compost sites and it's uh, 20,000 square feet of heated greenhouse space with a florist. And this is kind of cool. This is one of the coolest things I've always felt about this new place is it has an asphalt driveway and indoor plumbing.
1: (laughs) Two things we never really had at the old place.
0: No, we used to have to go down into the house and down into the basement to use the restroom because there was a restroom in the basement of the old farmhouse. Yes. Which was minimally heated.
1: I think one of the best things is, is it's a full concrete greenhouse.
0: Concrete? Well, there's there's gravel underneath the benches. Underneath the benches. But you get but to walk on concrete.
1: Walk on concrete, not gravel.
0: Yeah. And we now have a fork truck. Oh, Yep, yeah, that saves a lot. We used to move every single bag of soil that we used into the greenhouse by hand. One bag at a time. One bag at a time. Well, when we were younger, I think we carried two at a time.
1: Yeah, two. Yeah, that's why my back is the way it is. Yeah, yeah,
0: that wasn't good. And
1: we buy 30 pallets of soil a year. Something like that. 48 bags per pallet.
0: Yeah. And that was a lot of soil moving. So now we just fork it into the greenhouse and then move it around with the pallet jack.
1: Doesn't get much easier than that. No.
0: And you know what else we get to do? What's that? We get to move plants around on carts. Oh, yes. Carts. Yeah. Back in the day when we would carry stuff out of the greenhouse. Four flats at a time. Four flats at a time. Two in each arm. Now we put them on a cart and wheel them out. And we do like what? 30, 40, 50? At a time. At a time. Yeah. Doesn't get a whole lot better. No. I think that one cart will hold 60.
1: It's the small things in life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those are the great, I mean, it's, you know, we used to work, we used to work a lot harder than we do now. We sure do. Yeah. Remember, when, I, we, remember when we made our own soil? Yes. Speaking of soil.
1: Holy cow.
0: Yeah, we would sterilize topsoil.
1: We would always buy the...
0: Oh, black sand black and peat. Black
1: sand and peat mix from bushings.
0: Yep. And then we would sterilize it with steam heat or electric. Electric heat. Yeah. And then add peat moss, perlite peat moss and perlite and, and there wasn't there something else was yeah. it just peat moss, peat moss and, perlite. and perlite yeah and then you would you do that all that on a big trailer
1: a half yard at a time
0: half yard at a time and then you would take a shovel and shovel it into the shredder into the soil shredder and it would spit it into a big soil bin
1: and that was heavy soil
0: yeah and we didn't have a tractor with a loader so you would go out to the soil pile and you would shovel the soil from the soil pile into a wheelbarrow. And load it into the sterilizer. Yep. Or I guess we would load it into the trailer. When we steamed it, you'd put it into a trailer. Yeah. Then when the steam machine finally broke down, we got Went the, to electric. And then you'd have to wheelbarrow it in. Yeah. That was a lot of work. That was.
1: That stuff's heavy. And then when it was wet.
0: Oh, yeah. When it was <laughs> wet. Yeah. Like after a good raining. Right. Oh, gosh.
1: Life was rough.
0: It was. Yeah.
1: Life was rough.
0: Now... Now we just fork truck it into the greenhouse, pallet jack it over to the soil machine. It's like we're lazy. (laughs) And then you just cut the bag open and dump it in. Yeah. You don't even have to shovel it into a flat anymore. You don't even have to break it up. (laughs) It's nice. Fills pots. Yep. Busts up soil. Yep. You put the flat in one side and it spits out the other with soil in it. Full of soil. Yep. You just Not dirt. Yep. Just soil. Because you walk on dirt and you plant in soil. That's right. That's what grandpa always said. Yeah, you know, I would have to say that in all the technology that we have, which isn't that much, no, that has been the funnest thing. I think the pot filler
1: is the best money we've ever spent. I would
0: have to agree with that. Yeah, yeah. When you think about how you used to do it, oh my! And and what we were making three batches a week in the springtime at least. Yeah. Oh yeah, at least yeah. Remember how heavy the hanging baskets were with that stuff? Oh, my goodness. We had to use wire hangers. Yeah. Because the plastic ones wouldn't hold wouldn't it up. Wouldn't hold it up. But that's how everybody did it back then. Oh,
1: you know, for sure. That's how you made soil.
0: Yeah. God, that was a lot of work. It was. Every once in a while, I do it at home just for the hell of it. Don't know why. Because it's kind of fun. <laughs> it really yeah. is. It's the smell. Because I've got this sterilizer at home. Yeah. The soil. Yeah. And there's nothing quite like the smell of sterilizing soil
1: kind of burnt like burning peat moss or coffee or coffee yeah yeah. but there's nothing not good about the new location no you know as much as the old
0: location was home for careful how much good stuff you say about because we don't want them to raise the rent
1: (laughs) very true as much as the old location was home and you'll never replace it the new location is great yeah
0: the indoor plumbing
1: the indoor plumbing the concrete walkways it was a tough move in 2015 but definitely for the best.
0: Yeah, I'd have to say. Wide aisles. Wide aisleways. I don't think I've ripped a pair of pants on a bench in five years.
1: No, I haven't either. Yeah. It's been pretty nice. Yeah.
0: Pretty even heat, too. Yeah, it really does. That greenhouse heats up really nice. Yeah. You know, sometimes there, you'll find a cold spot and a warm spot. But, you know, the old place was, was, it, the old place was pretty nice. We had that pre-dialed in. We I did. Think. We did. I just, I can't
1: imagine just why not everybody wouldn't want to just come in and hang out there. Right, we I do. Mean, every yeah, day. Every day. It's the greatest place to hang out. Yeah, a
0: cup of coffee. Yeah, Sometimes you'll have a beer if you're there late. Yeah,
1: just walk around, look at things, taking it all in. Can't imagine why you wouldn't want to come hang out at Young's.
0: No, it feels like home. It is home. Yeah.
1: With this podcast, I would like to discuss soil, plant topics, Plant disease, yep. plants in general.
0: Yep. Just in what's going on in the greenhouse from week to week. Correct. In the floral shop. In the flower shop. And some of the fun things that go along with it.
1: That's right.
0: Like vans blowing up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd also like to talk about rare tropical
0: plants. How to propagate them. How
1: to propagate them. Plants that will beautify your house. and, and Purify the air. Purify the air.
0: And maybe go into which ones are healthy to have in the house.
1: Very good point. That's an introduction, and I think that tells kind of what we want to talk about. Now we just need to talk about something.
0: Oh yeah. Well, how about what we did last week? We have been planting the pansies for the spring crop. Oh, yes. For the early spring crop. Pansies came in. Yeah. And those will those will be available to sell in uh, April. In April, into March, first of April. Yeah. Weather permitting.
1: Pansies are they're growing yeah we're not gonna stop the spring from coming no they're
0: like the size of a nickel right now yeah they're cute as shit
1: cute as a button
0: is there you go cute as a button button. that sounds better
1: the little snapdragons and the, the little stock
0: plants Yep. did you get violas yeah we have violas too nice yeah yeah so nice We actually stopped sowing seeds for those a few years ago, and we have a plug supplier that grows beautiful plugs in West Virginia.
1: Yeah, best plugs you'll ever buy.
0: Yep, and so we bring them in in little plug trays, and we transplant them into four-inch pots, 18-count trays, and hanging baskets, baskets. and six-inch pots, and they're actually starting to root out right now. I was looking at them earlier today, and are kind of starting to spread out their little roots. Their little wings. Yeah, which is, it's, it's always fun to see.
1: It's amazing how fast the roots grow. Yeah. And we always make sure we're fertilizing our plants very well.
0: Yeah, pansies like to be fed. Yep,
1: and uh,
0: heat. Yep, heat and greenhouses. Heat <laughs> greenhouses. And we're starting to think about Valentine's Day, because that's coming up.
1: That is coming up. Make your special someone happy, so you need to buy flowers. Yeah,
0: you know what else is coming up? No. St. Patrick's Day.
1: Oh, yeah. What, March 17th?
0: Is it? Right? Yeah. And we got little shamrock plants that we planted a couple about, oh, what? A month ago? A month ago. Two month months and ago? a half. So there'll be red and green shamrocks for St. Patrick's Day.
1: You got to have a shamrock on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah.
0: And you know, I wouldn't think that having a a red a red shamrock on a Valentine's Day would be that bad either. I think that'd be perfect. I do too. Because they do have a heart-shaped leaf. They do. Four of them. Or is there three of them? Oxalis triangularis. That's right. I guess that would maybe mean three leaves, huh?
1: Yeah, I would think so. <laughs>
0: And it's also it's winter time, right?
1: It is winter time. Furnaces are running.
0: And it's also plants don't necessarily use as much water in the winter either. I don't believe.
1: No, no so less water.
0: It's a lot less light, so it's a lot easier to overwater your plants in the winter.
1: I think an interesting subject is house plants, light. What's too much? What's not enough? What's considered low light?
0: You know, I just like to say moderate light. Everything <laughs> likes moderate light. And then watering in the winter. Yeah.
1: I don't think that there's really too much light for most anything in your home. In the winter. Correct.
0: I think in the wintertime the sun's so low in the south even the south window is probably all right for most plants unless you maybe just you just get a bunch of sun. Right. I know at my house I can put about anything in the south window this time of year and some sun loving plants don't even like it because there's not enough.
1: No and I think also that low light plants no light doesn't mean low light
0: (laughs) absolutely yeah so you can't put a plant in a bathroom in the middle of your house that gets no windows and the lights off all day right it will die your best bet's a fake plant
1: and being winter i think that watering is a very important thing
0: you got to be careful so you don't overwater.
1: right they don't use water nearly as fast the light is not there
0: the light's not there Because sometimes it's it's still the same temperatures for the rest of the year. Right. But with the day length being short, the plants aren't photosynthesizing like they usually would.
1: They're not actively growing nearly as fast.
0: Yeah, which means it's also not my favorite time of the year to repot anything. Because you're putting it in a bigger pot and then you're going to really have to water it good. And it's going to take forever for it to dry back out, which might be actually bad for the plant. You could get really technical about watering plants in the wintertime if you really wanted to, but there's really no good way to tell somebody how to water a plant except to wait for it to dry out before you water it. Right. You know, if you just keep it sopping wet all winter long, it's, it's going to rot. So best bet I always feel is to let that soil dry out and to use your finger to test the soil to see if it's wet.
1: Use your dibble finger. Up to the first knuckle.
0: Yeah, that'd also be your index finger, is your dibble finger.
1: That's correct.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about moisture meters? How do I feel about a moisture meter? Well, I God gave me two of them, (laughs) and I use them. But I feel that if you want a moisture meter to go for it, but don't read too much into the moisture meter, right?
1: I have never used a moisture meter.
0: I've tried, and they just confuse me. So I just look at the pot, and I pick the pot up, and I look at the soil and I feel the soil. And that's usually all it takes for me to figure out if a plant needs watered. You know, if you pick that pot up when it's dry and it's light, and then you pick that pot up right after you watered it and it's heavy, all you got to do is walk over and pick that pot up to know if it needs water. Very true. If it's heavy, it doesn't. If it's light, it does.
1: Yeah. I figure plants probably use half the amount of water in the winter that they do at any other time. You think? Probably.
0: Did you come up with that scientifically? No. No? You're just guessing?
1: Well... I kind of go by the fact that we only water about three times a week in the wintertime.
0: Well, that's true, and we water a couple times a day in the summer. Correct. Yeah, that might be scientific. <laughs> could be. Could be. Yeah, but could. no, that's that's very true. Although, I'll tell you, this last week's been sunny, and I've noticed, I think we had to water maybe four times this week.
1: We we did water.
0: Because of times. the sun, but not everything needs watered. No. So like the cactus and the succulents, you could almost not water those.
1: Those haven't been watered this week.
0: Yeah. Because those will rot real fast if you keep them too wet in the wintertime.
1: They will. Some people don't even water their cactus and succulents in the winter.
0: Yeah. I always feel that I, I have to water them a little, though, if they look dry. They look good that way. And then a lot of times in the greenhouse, if the plant's too dry, somebody's going to come in and yell at me. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I think that's kind of how we feel about watering plants in the wintertime. But, you know, we're pretty general with everything. I guess when you've done it for as many years as we've done it, it's like, so I've been in the greenhouse business since I was seven years old. I've been working in the greenhouse since I was seven. I'm, I I think I'm 47. Am I 47 or 48? I can't remember anymore.
1: You're 47.
0: Am I? Okay. See, my wife usually remembers for me because that's just not that important to me. Right. But I guess what I'm saying is when you've been doing it as long as we have, watering is more intuition, I think, than it is actually, does my plant need watered?
1: You can look at it and tell.
0: You can just look across the plants and say, yep, I better water those right now.
1: I think if you stick your index finger into the soil, up to the first knuckle, and it's moist at all, don't water.
0: Yeah. If it's dry?
1: If it's dry, give it
0: water. Yeah. And it might not hurt once a month to put a little fertilizer in that water.
1: That's very true.
0: Jacks. Jacks, classic. Yeah, yeah. The houseplant fertilizer, if, if we have it to sell you, otherwise I'd use the, uh, the triple 20 for I houseplants. Also. I like the triple 20 actually. Triple best. 20
1: is great fertilizer.
0: Yeah. And uh, in the wintertime for your houseplants, I think we need to use that at about a quarter strength. Quarter strength. Yeah.
1: And, and if you want, you could cut it to an eighth strength and fertilize every time you water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That no works. problem at all. Yeah. That works great. Yeah. That's what we do in the greenhouse.
1: And it works awesome. Yeah. And then as you get into the spring and you have blooming plants, I would go with the blossom booster. Mm-hmm. Jax is by far the best fertilizer on the market.
0: Yeah, the Blossom Booster is just insanely awesome. I mean, you never see so many flowers on a petunia as when you're using that Blossom Booster.
1: it really helps with the deadheading. Don't have to deadhead nearly
0: as much. This might be a discussion for in the spring. I think so. Yeah, we'll have to hit on this later on. Yeah. Yeah, because we love to talk about fertilizing plants. Fertilizer's great stuff. Yeah. Since we talked about watering the plants, we should probably talk about the soil the plants go in.
1: Oh, we have the world's greatest potting soil.
0: Yep, it's the best stuff I, as far as I can tell.
1: I've never seen anything better.
0: No, well, at least for now,
1: from Midwest Trading Company. Yeah. Latin pack mix.
0: Yep, and we sell it. And we sell it by the scoop, by the half bag, and by the bag.
1: It's uh, peat moss, perlite. Yep. Composted southern pine bark. Yep. Vermiculite and a small charge
0: of fertilizer. Does it have vermiculite in it? I think. I, I don't know that it has vermiculite in it. At least if it does, it doesn't have much. It's got uh, some sort of lime to bring the pH down, and uh, the plants seem to really like it. It dries out fairly quickly, so that really helps with the whole overwatering thing. It's it might, very well drained. Very well drained. Yeah, It doesn't really help you too much if you're an underwater. But it's so far, it's it's been my favorite soil since we stopped using the Fafford.
1: Yeah, it's very good soil, and it's Canadian sphagnum peat, uh, three eighths southern pine bark fines. Perlite, starter charger fertilizer, dolmatic and calcitic lime. Really? Nice. Yeah.
0: That's probably a, pretty good for growing tomato starts in too.
1: Very good for that. Yeah. I don't think you can beat it. I've been nothing but happy with it. it. doesn't have a lot of the garbage in it you find in other soils like ground up pallets or plywood.
0: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't found any pieces like that in no. it. No. You know, you get what you pay for. Yep. And, and if is... you buy
1: cheap soil you're going to have bad results.
0: Yep. This is, well, it's good soil. Good soil. It's like top shelf.
1: Like the gray goose of of
0: soil. Is gray goose top shelf anymore? I don't know. I don't It's been so long since I've huh. bought a bottle of vodka. I don't know.
1: I always preferred Ciroc. Yeah.
0: Potting soil has a better quality peat moss. Yes. Than what you find in a lot of retail bags. And we don't sell a retail bag of this soil. We use grower bags. We'll sell you a grower bag or half a grower bag, or we'll get you a scoop out of the potting machine. We use like a lot of this soil a year, so it's always fresh. And it doesn't decompose as fast. It doesn't get as as mushy as fast as some of the uh, other retail soils that I've seen. And this is the stuff that greenhouses use to grow their plants in. When you are at a professional greenhouse, we use professional potting mixes. And this is the same stuff that we use.
1: Well, I always find when you're using the quantity that we use, it's all about consistency. Yeah. And every bag is consistent Yeah. from the size of the shredded peat moss to the size of the pine bark to the size of the perlite. It's all consistent. And when I've used other brands, the consistency isn't there. You get big sticks you get big pieces of plywood big chunks of perlite chunks of perlite or big chunks of bark or you know the shred on the peat moss isn't the same bag from bag and i think that's the difference between a high quality professional product and, and retail mix. and a retail mix
0: yeah the retail mix might be the stuff they sweep up off the floor
1: right soil is one thing i would not skimp on
0: no it's a good foundation for your plants
1: right Right. Yep. You don't build a home on a bad foundation. Nope. And you want something nice and well drained and high quality yeah. to start your plants in.
0: Yep. And you know what else I like about this stuff? It doesn't have some sort of fertilizer added to it. It all it has is a starter charge. That will and, get you through about seven days. Yep. And after that it's gone and then you can fertilize your plant any way you want. And you don't have to worry about burning it up because you fertilized it and your soil had a bunch of fertilizer in it. And it's it's also one of the
1: soils that doesn't have silica added to it right now.
0: Right. Yeah, there's no silica in it, which is good.
1: Yeah, it helps it to dry out faster.
0: Yeah, you don't get that microscopic silica up in the plants. And yeah, that, that was kind of a mess. Totally screwed up the pH. It really
1: did. And people want to have their plants stay wet longer so they don't have to water as much. But that's where you start running into issues with rot, botrytis, all sorts of good stuff.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's not bad having that kind of soil in a hanging basket. No. You know, but for house plants and for generally your outdoor containers and stuff, yeah, I I don't like it at all. Right. In fact, we used to use uh, silicone granules we would mix in with soil for outdoor containers and hanging baskets. And I'd have to say that since we stopped doing that, I think that the plants look better longer.
1: Oh, they do. As long as you keep
0: them watered. They do.
1: And that's also a very good base, that soil is, for cactus and succulent mix. Yeah,
0: right. We just cut the potting mix with about 40% perlite, and that makes probably some of the best cactus soil that we've ever used.
1: We've had no issues really since we started doing it that way.
0: No, it's and the plants seem to grow better. And it's like we've tried mixing, making all kinds of cactus soils that we've seen uh, adding sand and you know, all this stuff. And it's like just adding 40% perlite, which we also have a big bunch of that on here too. We have if a you need, lot of perlite. If you ever need perlite to make our own cactus mix. And we grow a lot of cactus and succulents. We probably start 90% of our own cactus and succulents. That's a lot. Yeah, that we sell from our stock plants, which we have a lot of stock plants. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of big plants that aren't for sale. Right, right. That we make baby plants from. Yes,
1: we have benches of mother plants. Yes, that people can look at and adore and visit visit and hang out with, but unfortunately we can't sell them because then we wouldn't have a way to make baby
0: plants. Make more baby plants.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's a pretty good breakdown on soil.
0: I'd say that's pretty good on, well, at least, yeah, our soil. Right. I think the next time we sit down and do this, we should talk about what new has come in to the greenhouse yeah and uh, what new stuff has come in and maybe some of the valentine's day preparations and um,
1: and i think we should also talk about let's pick a tropical plant to discuss
0: yeah let's let's pick we want to have a uh, plant to spotlight
1: what plant do you want to spotlight
0: i don't know maybe we should make that a surprise
1: okay yeah yeah, yeah.
0: what kind of plant to spotlight okay. i was kind of thinking maybe the piggyback plant
1: Yeah, we'll have to see
0: yeah but who knows what we'll have Who knows what'll come in?
1: Okay. Well, thank you for listening to this introduction to our It Ain't Dirt, It's Soil Podcast. Podcast. And we are Young's Greenhouse and Flower Shop. I'm Brian. I'm Blake. And you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram. Search for at Young's Greenhouse, where you can find lots of pictures of current inventory and stock. You can also receive alerts, what's coming in, what we have. We spotlight some pretty popular plants sometimes. Sometimes we'll surprise you with what we can get in. And we'll also let you know about upcoming podcasts. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's going to be a great, fun little experience to podcast. It's going to be fun and exciting. I'm sure it'll go a lot smoother and faster. And and we would also like to... uh, Mention and thank our co-producer and engineer, John Dawkins at Wayne Shout Productions. And our podcast is hosted by WayneShout.com. Check out Wayne Shout for more about us and other great Fort Wayne podcasts. Right on. This is Brian signing out. Adios.
0: has been a Wing Shout production.
1: Wing